Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got Rosemary Lewis here. She is a four time plus icon with, uh, with EXP. She's a team leader. She has her own team and organization and just to, quite frankly, a rock star. Um, and I love what we're gonna be talking about today. We're gonna be talking today about time management, getting stuff, uh, more stuff accomplished in a day. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Thank you, Krista. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. It's it's, it's funny. So I didn't know this, but Rosemary used to be a teacher and I did too. So she left teaching and went straight into real real estate. They say realtors... uh, who were teachers make good real estate agents. And I think it's true. I agree. I agree. It's worked out for me. Yeah. Okay. So, so you've been in real estate since you were in 2000, since 2017, very successful agent early on yep. even with what's happening in the market right now. Talk, let's talk a little bit about the market right now, because I always tell everybody the markets between your ears and there are so many agents leaving the business right now, which means there's more opportunity than, than less, even with the rising interest rates and, you know, the recession or not. And with, um, lack of inventory. So what are your thoughts about that? You know what? I agree with you um, wholeheartedly. And this is definitely not the time to like, you know, press the panic button and run away like your hair is on fire, right? It's time for us to get fired up like you encourage us to do. And, you know, my thought process, I actually had a short stint in real estate um, prior to uh, when I first started my teaching career. I got licensed in like 2005. And the minute the word recession came, because I honestly wasn't committed to the business anyway, I was out and I let the fear of the unknown. um, I tell people all the time now, I let it punk me out of the business. So though I've had a great amount of success since I re-entered in 2017, I just wonder, right, um, if I would not have let the fear and what what you and I both know is that agents who stuck, stuck it out and thrived during that market they are still thriving, right? Um, so that is the mindset that I'm taking into, into this market. So the way that I coach my team, any agents that I have an opportunity to speak to, it's like, look, people still, everywhere I look, like even with high interest rates, when I walk out of my house, I see two consistent things, people and houses. Um, housing is a basic need. Um, and no matter what is happening, there are always going to be people who are going to need to transition. So we just have to figure out, okay, what are those problems become the solution to that problem and learn how to communicate that um, to the people that we get to serve. So that's my mindset. And, um, you know, that that is the mindset that I am sharing with other agents who might be frustrated and just not know how to approach where we are right now. I have so many people that are that are literally saying they have the best months of their life, you know, and it's just from really, you know, what you say to yourself, you get. So if you say, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. If you say there's plenty of real estate out there for everyone, there is. And it's, yep. it's all based upon the actions and the activities that we are willing and quite frankly, not willing to do. So yep. uh, I, I know you love talking about time management. I think a lot of agents have issues with, with managing their time because they don't have to you know, clock in and clock out. They're their own managers. 
um, and like there's so much to do. So prioritizing that. Can you give us a little bit of some tips and tricks on what you, I know you've got like a morning routine and an end routine that you talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, it all really starts for me. There are a few things that I do, but the biggest thing is that getting into the habit of telling your time where to go. Um, so you are right. I found that when I first got into the business, what attracted me to the business was the flexibility of it, right? It just seemed super sexy to have a schedule where I, I did not have to an quote unquote answer to someone. Um, I found out very quickly how dangerous that could be as well, right? Um, from a standpoint of not really holding myself accountable and, you know, making sure that I am doing those activities and I'm having that consistency, um, and that structure to bring in, um, new leads and bring in opportunities for me to serve. But then on the flip side, you know, or having clients tell me what I'm doing every single minute of the day and I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, I was very busy and very broke because I was doing and saying yes to everything without having a system and and feeling like, you know, I, I, I had a either the situation was that I felt like I was thriving in business or and failing at home and with some of my other responsibilities, or I was doing the opposite. You know, I was doing what I needed to do for my family. And it felt like I felt guilty because I didn't know how to appropriate my time. So I learned, um, read the book, The One Thing, Gary Keller. Um, and it was just intriguing to me that, you know, with goal setting or when we set out to do what we want to do, obviously a lot of times the detriment is that we try to do everything, uh, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. And that book really planted the seed in my mind. Like I have to get control of my time. I have to learn how to tell my time where to go. And then just with thinking on how that looks for me, I implemented somewhere along the way, I learned about the five F's. Um, so I implemented what I call um, the five F's, faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun. And every week I look to make sure that I am planning my, my week, I'm planning my life where I am representing some, you know, each of those areas. Now, honestly, do each area get an equal amount of time? No, they don't. But I want to make sure that I am holding myself accountable and I'm setting myself up for success by me telling my, my time where to go, as opposed to just letting time and life happen to me. Um, so that is the the basis of it. And then, you know, from there, developing solid morning routines and solid night routines so that I call those my bookends, right? When I have a morning routine and then I have a night routine, I'm bookending my day, which is adding some structure for the actual meat of what I'm doing on a daily basis. So tell me, so first of all, I don't, I don't believe in balance, right? Like people always say, Oh, you've got to have balance. And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think life is there's, it's really difficult to find balance because, you know, there was a, about a year and a half ago, I was having a little bit of trouble in my marriage. Like we just weren't connecting. We were, we were like kind of drifting apart. And so I had to put way more focus on my marriage. There's times where I tell my husband, baby, I have got this thing coming up. I'm launching this and I've got to focus on this right now. So let, let me know if I need to give you more attention, but just know for this next couple of weeks, I'm going to be really kind of immersed in work right? Yep. You, give, you give energy and attention more where it's needed when it's needed. There's times yep. when a lot of agents, I'm like, look, like, and you know, I think too, I think Rosemary, we feel as women even more so, but I think men do too, but we feel more guilty, right? Because we, yep. we have to be mothers. We have to be wives. We have to do our, our career and do our, our job. And you and me both being teachers, we used to go to school and eight, we'd be home, you'd be home by three or four. For me, it was more like five or six because I was kind me of, too. Same. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> but but the weekends were the weekends. And yeah. you know, I, I will say that 
when I was in real estate full-time, I averaged 135 homes a year, every year. If you take how many, how long I was in real estate with how many homes I sold and I lost and missed out on so much. I mean, I didn't realize how much I worked when I didn't think I was working. So for example, yeah. I didn't work on, on the weekends and I, I end my appointments at four o'clock every day, four 30 at the latest. So I'd be home by five 36, but I was constantly on the phone. Like, like, mm-hmm. I was working so much and I did not realize just how out of balance I was because it was almost like a drug. I think like, you know, like they actually, there's something called workaholism. I definitely yeah. think I had it still probably do a little bit, but you have to, as real estate agents and lenders, especially we have to learn or entrepreneurs, right? We have to learn how to shut it off and how exactly. to give ourselves that time, give our families that time. And I would, I would say if you're listening to this right now, you probably are an entrepreneur or a real estate agent or a lender and um, very similar to Rosemary and I, like it is okay to say no, right? It is. It is. It is okay to say no, because if you don't, you know, what my, what I have found is that you're, if we don't shut down and if we don't put these things in place, then you're going to risk burnout. Your body's going to burn out for you. And then it's just not going to be fun anymore. And then you're working and you're making all this money, um, but you are disconnected in every other area of your life. And, uh, and who wants to live like that? You know, I don't, I certainly don't. So um, I'm with you, Krista, when I think about the word balance and I heard, I was on a panel once and one of the panelists said it so eloquently and it stuck with me. She was like, I reject the thought of balance because if something is balanced, it's not moving, right? And I always want some fluidity to what's happening in my life. So I say rhythms, right? Like, okay, and and with rhythms, like sometimes if it's a slow song, the rhythm is slower. If it's a fast song, the rhythm is faster. And that's the way I approach life. And I encourage other people to think about it is, okay, how can you create the rhythm with these five F's? And in certain seasons, like you're saying, in some seasons, like when I was building my team, or if I'm bringing a new team member on or working on some different things, then my rhythm for work may be a little bit more upbeat. Um, But I want to make sure that I have space, like you're saying with your husband, for all of the all of the things that I want to have healthy, right? I want to have healthy finances, but I also want to have a healthy spiritual life. I want to have a healthy relationships with my husband and my kids. I want to have a healthy relationship with myself. So finding rhythms and all of those things and really being intentional about what that looks like has been a game changer for me. How old are you? I I will be 43 next week. Okay, 43. You look a little bit younger than me. I'm, I'm 52. Um, but you know, I remember when my daughter graduated from high school and I remember being on, I was so emotional for a couple of months and I remember being on a listing appointment. I'd like, I, I started crying a couple of times, like looking at the pictures. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. And it was because I was an amazing mother. Don't get me wrong. I was a great mom. Um, it was really important for me to be a good mom based upon, um, my history, but with my, I, I realized the reason I was so emotional is because I realized I missed out on a lot. And even though I was there. I wasn't always really there. I wasn't as present. So, you know, I understand it. Yeah, I feel in like that. Like, and it, and it was a regret that I had. My daughter always says, Mom, you were the best mom ever. You taught me how to work hard and you were great. But I, you know, I just, that's the hard thing about being an entrepreneur, about being, especially about being in real estate, is that you are on 24 7 and that the emotions of a seller and buyer never get turned off. I'm Krista Major. I hope this is helpful. Be sure to subscribe. And every single month, I have a virtual online three day event where I go over these strategies and so much more that helps agents and teaches them what's working right now in real estate. So look at the link, click somewhere on this page, and I'll see you there. So mm-hmm. let me go back to your morning routine and your, your nightly routine. Tell me a little bit about that. 
So let's start with the night routine because because I came into the business um, like a lot of people listening to all the books, listening to what everyone like a millionaire habits, join the 5 a.m. club. And I was doing all that. Right. Um, and, you know, most morning it, what would happen is most mornings I would like be dragging myself out of bed. Right. And then if I snooze, I feel like a failure um, or I would have a good morning, but I would hit like a wall in the afternoon. And for the life of me, couldn't figure it out until one day I was like up, you know, I always say doing some super official real estate work, like at midnight. I don't know if I was, you know, drafting an amendment or looking for real ideas or whatever. And then it like, I looked at the clock and I was like, oh my goodness, time has gotten away from me. It's after midnight. And I already started to dread and negotiate with myself the alarm that would go off at 530 and a light bulb went off. And I was like, Rosemary, your, your mornings are rough and inconsistent because you, you there's no structure to your night, right? So I figured out that the best thing that I could do to set myself up for success in the morning, which would set me up for success during the day, is to actually shut it down. And that is a lot easier said than done. So um, just what That's that looks like. <laughs> especially in real estate, especially in real estate, because you have to train not only your clients. What I learned is that, and I know you're like me in the business of attracting the right clients instead of like, you know, going after all these people who are not going to be a great fit. So what I found is that I already had a client base that was very respectful of my time, um, but I just needed to set it instead of having that rhetoric where I say I'm available 24 seven, you know, now my conversation is, Hey, you know, any, anytime you all want to reach out, feel free to, I will let you know, I'm a, I, I do turn in early, but I promise you if, if for whatever reason I missed your call, I'll follow up with you first thing in the morning. And I've yet to have someone have a problem with that. Right. And what I also found is you've got to set boundaries with people and I used to be that way too. I was, I was so afraid of saying no. And, and I always wanted to be liked. And I just, I'm kind of an overachiever and no matter what the phone would ring or this and that. And I, I got to a point where I was like, listen, like there's nothing that I can handle on a, can't handle on a, on a Monday that I can't can do, do on a Sunday. The banks are closed on. Exactly. The are closed on Sunday. The escrow, all these pe people are, aren't open. So Sundays are a day for me. There's ever an emergency reach back out to me. Like I would tell people and they respected it and they, appreciated they did. You know, they don't, they don't mind. And I think when I just watched this TikTok and the, the, the guys all, I'm available to my clients 24 seven every minute. And I'm like, man, you, I'm not like, and why should anybody want you to be like that? You know? Exactly. Exactly. And my ideal client, you know, they're not available to anybody 24 seven. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm setting up an impossible standard that they don't even want. So, you know, just learning, but again, like learning how to say the things instead of just saying, you know, cause we've all gotten that phone call or heard that voicemail that from an agent that sounds really abrupt, like, Hey, don't call me, call me between one and two and any other time, you know, you'll get my voicemail. You don't want to be like that. Agents would never answer their phone. I was like, yeah. I'd answer the phone. They're like, oh my God, you're answering your phone. I'm like, that's my job. I got to answer the phone. But people would never answer the phone back in the REO days when, you know, REO agents. Yeah. Yeah. So learning, learning how to say it. So for me, what that looks like is I actually have a shutdown time. Um, I, I figured out how much sleep do I need? What time do I need to wake up? Um, for me, I need about seven to seven and a half hours. So that means that I need to be in bed between 10 to 10 30. Okay. But there has to be a ritual, like a way for me to shut down before the end. So, um, the short of it is 
you know, at eight o'clock, I really work to get my phone out of my hand. Um, by nine o'clock, there is an alarm that goes off on my phone and it literally says, rest your mind, sis. Everything will be here tomorrow. Um, I have my phone in a different room of my home um, other than my bedroom and not even my ma- my bathroom that is connected because, I w- again, I want to disconnect because not only do I want to shut down, but I don't want my morning to automatically be thrust into other people's lives, whether that be email, social media or whatever. Um, so I t- typically tend um, tend to start winding down at about 8 p.m., take a shower. Around the same time, my little boy, he's 11, is doing those things at 9 o'clock. He's holding me accountable, and, and it's okay to get some in-house accountability. He knows, hey, mom, it's 9 o'clock. He's taking my phone. We're putting it on the charger um, in the other room. And, you know, I'm in the bed and reading. So I, I even work. To, I'm not a huge TV watcher anyway. But I really work to either do a sleep meditation or I have gotten back into the habit of reading books um, to put me, not, not to put me to sleep, but reading for pleasure, not even like business reading at that time. Like I just really want to do something nice for myself. Um, so at that time I am reading something and then I fall asleep. And then what I found is that I ended up getting, I got rid of, since I got rid of the phone, I got one of these alarms that I got off of Amazon where it like wakes you up peacefully, like the birds are chirping and there's a sunrise and, you know, I get to glide into the day and my morning routine is really um, compromised of me first having some quiet time. You know, I I read the Bible. I may listen to worship music. um, I write down what my goals are. I write down my affirmations. I write in my journal. Then I get my little guy up for school. Um, I work out for about 40 minutes and like I have to work out have quiet time and drink a certain amount of water. And then my reward is to get my phone back. And that usually happens around 8 a.m. Ooh, that's smart. I like you do that. I, so it's funny. I, I mind very similar routine at night. We're trying to watch any TV, but I'm in bed like usually by 830 because I wake up at five every day. So I wake up at five and I'm not sleeping as well because of the uh, I'm going through menopause. So it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, when I don't have my phone in my room, I sleep better. When I yep. exercise in the morning, I sleep better. I drink two of these before before eight o'clock every single morning, right? Mm-hmm. A gallon, um, which by the way, drinking a gallon is not actually healthy. It's it's actually for my size, it's worse for you. I was doing this thing called seventy five hard. Where I was doing that, and it was like I found out later it's bad for you. But yeah, very very similar routines. Um, at nighttime, I also like to. I just think called. I'll show you. It's called thriving. So before I ever get up in the morning, I do something called drive. And basically okay. every single thing on this sheet is um, there to, to help you. So the T stands for giving thanks. So I give thanks uh, before I even get up out of bed. Um, and the, the positive results that happen from giving thanks last up to two weeks. So my mm-hmm. goal is, is I do this three or four, five times a day. Uh, and the H stands for happy. So I literally like make myself laugh out loud. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll start laughing. And then the, also the rewards like dopamine is released. Positive effects that last are, are uh, weeks just from smiling and laughing. The R is for resourceful. I tell myself you have anything and everything you need to, to be successful, to be happy in every aspect of your life. Um, the R, the R, the I stands for immediate. Well, you can't see my wall, but I've got a sign that says do it now. So I tell myself mm-hmm. do it now, do it now, do it now. And then the V is visualize, I visualize myself like that day, you know, like visualize myself on this call with you, having a great time, visualize myself coaching, visualize myself selling. And then the E is I expect it, I have energy around it, I'm enthusiastic about it. 
And I try to do that. Like there's something called success sprint. So I'll set a timer for 30 minutes and then 30 minutes, just work on that one thing. That is it. Don't get distracted. If I get distracted, I write it down and go back to that, just that one thing. And then yeah. you drive in between each 30 minute success sprint. You would be shocked about just all those little things. It's just training our brain. Like we have to train our brain to work for us. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of agents are missing is that they make it so transactional, but they're forgetting about the brain, the brain, the science behind how the brain works and being successful. And if, and what they're thinking about and their, their thoughts turn in creates how they act, right? Their habits, yep. a routine that creates their life. And I think that for me, what I have found from myself and for my students is that the more I can help them get their brain right and kind of like what you're doing, these little activities, the more successful they'll be in every area of their life, not just in, in real estate. No, absolutely. I don't, I do think that, you know, people throw out the word mindset, you know, you got to have a good mindset or you have to have a positive mindset and without really understanding like what that really means. Right. Um, and it's more than Hey, I'm going to go in and get this listing, but am I committed to living a life to thinking, you know, even to believe in the best about myself, to believe in the best about outcomes. And, um, it's, it's just, it, it's a game changer. And that is definitely one of the things I don't know no, it's not that I don't know. I know that I didn't think about my thinking or I didn't think about my own mindset when I was in the classroom because I was so, you know, busy pumping up my little kids that, um, you know, it, it's just a different game. And in this industry and in the times where we're selling, you know, social selling and, you know, market changes and things like that, the power of your mindset and then the habits that we put in place around supporting because it's one thing to say, I want to have a positive mindset, um, but what are we also doing to support that, you know, and with your thrive, with the way that I am bookending my day, I have found that like anytime I just lost a really good friend to, um, to breast cancer, she's 37 years old. And what I found that even when, you know, I felt like my breath was being taken away, going back to just my small habits helped to, it, it, it served to be a foundation not only for business and life, but just to really, um, you know, it was something that I could go back to even when everything else felt chaotic. And as I am, you know, navigating grief and navigating all the other things that I'm responsible for, I'm finding that these habits are, are attributing to the way I think, right? But you are exactly right. We have to be thinking about how we're thinking, but also thinking about what actions that, what are we doing on a daily basis? Are you watching trash TV every day? Are you, you know, um, not taking care of your body? Are we, you know, looking at the glass half empty, but writing on, you know, some arbitrary sheet, what our goals are, what we want them to look like, but nothing that we're doing for the rest of our day is in line with that. So just being really aware of that, I think is huge. So true. I mean, everyone always says like, you know, I, I recently spoke on stage and it was like all these really, really successful people. And we all, they just let us kind of do free, free speech. Right. Mm -hmm. And every one of us pretty much said the same thing. It's like, and it was like, it's almost seems cliche how yep. many times people will say to think positive and all these things, but these successful people, we were all up there saying that we weren't talking about how to make million dollars a month or we were talking about like how to keep your mind right so that you can have this this extraordinary life you know exactly exactly because at the end of the day we see you know history has shown us that there are a lot of people who are crazy successful that are unhappy um or like the only part of your success cannot just be what your income is right now don't get me wrong 
I want a high income because I understand that money is a tool that will provide the freedom that we want to actually live the life that we desire to live. But there has to be more to it than that. And it and it does sound cliche. It sounds like a broken record. And I'm going to tell you, for a, a long part of my life, I rejected it, right? I was just thinking like, this is like, you know... Um, I don't know. I thought it was like woo woo. And, you know, I am, I, I am who I am. I think how I think. And that really led me to in my early twenties, I was so negative. I was so like, I don't care if someone said, Hey, let's go to this restaurant. I was already thinking that the meal was going to be bad, you know? Um, but that was, that's a lot like the world is. So when you really start to work on yourself, you become sensitive to your surroundings. You become sensitive to not only what you're consuming, but what you are putting out there. And it's a game changer when you make a decision to change it. Yeah. 1000%. Good for you that you actually noticed it. Like you noticed that you were that way and you were willing to take, to, to be different. Um, I'm, I've always, I've been a huge mindset person just for years and years and years. And I just, I just finished writing a book about six months ago called stop, snap and switch. So for the whole year I was researching like how the brain works and research studies and trying to put it in a way that like makes people understand, but in your brain, literally you can train it to work for you or to work against you. And there's parts of our brains that one of them is called the amygdala. It's part of our brain that keeps us like, it's, it's a good thing that it keeps us. It it helps with the fear aspect of it. Like tigers coming after you run. Right. But it's also can be damaging where it keeps you stuck and complacent. So it can hurt you. And then there's the prefrontal mm-hmm. cortex, which is a part of your brain that says, do it, go for it. You can do anything. You can accomplish it. Like take risks, go out of your comfort zone. But the thing about these two parts of your brain is they're like muscles. And the more that you use them, they yeah. grow. The stronger they're going to go. They get So you want to make sure that you're using the parts of your brain that are going to help you grow, not the parts of your brain that are going to continue to push you back. And then, And the more that we like let ourselves down, by not keeping our commitments, not doing what we say, you know, the more that we're like growing that part of our amygdala. And what's that saying? The biggest lie that you tell is the lie you tell yourself. So yep. we got to yep. lying to ourselves. But this has been so great, Rosemary. And I just want to thank you so much for being on here. I know um, you're with EXP. I'm with EXP. So if any of you have any interest at all in being with EXP or reach out to Rosemary, uh, reach out to myself, and we can talk to you all, all about that as well and how you can get some uh, access so we can help you with more than just your business, but also your your life. Um, yes. Rosemary, anything you want to talk about or say before we go? No, um, I'm just so excited, so grateful. And you are also going to be a guest on my podcast, Real Estate Bestie. So I'm so excited to introduce um, you to all of the Real Estate Besties, because like I said, I followed you. I've done some of your classes um, and I just think that you're great. I love your energy and I just can't wait Um I appreciate this opportunity to just share with your audience and can't wait to have you share with our besties. I'm so excited. And what and what I'll do too is I'll put your the podcast of me on real estate besties on my podcast. Just let you know I always do that. So you might want to think about doing that. So yeah. I'm a member on somebody else's podcast. I always put their that whole episode on mine and then it helps build each other's following. It's a it's been a really, really great asset. And then it kind of exposes people to a different side of you because yeah. a lot of your listeners are hearing you interview somebody else, right? So this way they get to hear you being interviewed. And so it kind of deepens the relationship with your audience. So that, that was- I love it. Done. 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 Right. <laughs> I love her. She's like me. She's like, do it. I'm doing it. Okay, everyone. So I hope you were just as fired up as I am talking with Rosemary Lewis. You want to find her, go to Rosemary Lewis, order on her podcast, Real Estate Besties. Um, I love that name, by the way. One of my friend, my friend's Alicia Collins. She, she calls herself that. I didn't, that's so, that's so funny. And I, yeah. 
you you guys do it on your own. You know what I mean? But we yeah. love you. And I always say, I always send every single podcast the exact same way. And Rosemary, if you had to give just one piece of advice, whether it was business, personal, anything at all, will be the last thing you want your, our listeners at Fired Up to hear. Oh my goodness. One piece of advice. Um, I'm going to give you the advice that one of my friends gave me. You are doper than you think you are. So a lot of times uh, we talk ourselves out of our own greatness. So I just want every listener to know that, you know, you have way more potential than you even think that you do. Um, It's biblical, right? So I just want to encourage you to go out there and get whatever um, has been placed on your heart. And if you don't feel like you have all the skills, you will learn as you go, but you got to get started and get in motion. Or just as fired up as I am listening to Rosemary, go to her podcast. Make sure you give her a five-star review on there as well. I'm sure you're going to love it. And um, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. I'm Krista Major. I hope this is helpful. Be sure to subscribe. And every single month, I have a virtual online three-day event where I go over these strategies and so much more that helps agents and teaches them what's working right now in real estate. So look at the link, click somewhere on this page, and I'll see you there.